0: You are listening to Conversations with Akilah. Please be aware you are getting ready to listen to an episode that is intended for a mature audience only. There may be some topics that offend those who are not ready to hear it or who may be or may have been triggered in the past by certain topics. Please keep in mind, I am not here to offend or disrespect or upset any entity as my views and my opinions are my own. I will remain respectful as you can do the same. Thank you. Hello, hello, hello there. There's gonna be a delay because of course, I hit record before I had the microphone in front of my face. I'm just, I annoy myself sometimes. But anyway, welcome back to Conversations with Akilah, where you know I have a lot to say. Okay. <laughs> um, thank you for coming back. If this is your first time, welcome. For all of you who have been here before, you know the drill. You know how it go. Um, so, yes, if you listen to my last podcast episode, I concluded my review and commentary on Dr. because I did find out she is a PhD. Of course, she is. PhD, um, Episcopalian, if I'm not mistaken, priest. Dr. Kelly Brown's Sexuality and the Black Church, a Womanist Perspective. I concluded that and it was, whoa. I mean, that book was amazing. She has some other books out there. I'm thinking about giving a read to. I am also planning on reaching out to her. Listen, I reach out to these people. Some people respond, some people don't. But at least in my head, I'll know that I reached out. I can't make people do what I want all the time. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I would definitely love to have Dr. Douglas on conversations with Akilah, because there's a lot of questions I have, and I, and there's a lot of, um, what's the word? Expansion. I would like her to do on some of the things that I read in there, especially on um, Black sexuality, Black, on the part about Black sexuality and theology. Oh my God, like, I definitely want to talk to her about that part. I announced on my Instagram. Oh yeah, by the way, if you're not following me on Instagram, please run over to Instagram right now. It's my first and last name, Akilah Painato. Um, Also, you can email me at akilahpaynato at gmail.com. Uh, what else is there? Those are the two best ways to get in touch with me because I stay lit in the DMs. My DMs are lit. Like I may not get a lot of engagement on my page. I don't even know if people really comment and stuff like that. Heck, I don't even get a lot of likes. But let me tell you something about my DMs my dms stay lit okay um so feel free to dm me i will respond within 24 to 48 hours because sometimes i have so many (laughs) that i just get overwhelmed and i can't respond like i have to because once i respond to one i have to respond to all i just feel guilty when i don't do that and then also Um, I'll respond and then someone else will respond and I get caught up in a conversation. And if I don't have the time to do that, I don't like opening my DMs to respond, but I always respond, holla at me. Okay. All right. So yes, I announced on my Instagram a few days ago that I will be starting my next commentary discussion on, (sighs) yes, I just took a deep breath. I have to take a deep breath before I say this, um, I'll be starting it on Bell Hooks, Salvation, Black People and Love. And it is the second part of the Bell Hooks Love Trilogy. Um, the first one, as you know, is named All About Love. And I ain't gonna lie. I That book was just is, not was, because I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> that book is, ooh, I don't know why it touched me. Like, I need other people who have either read it or picked it up to read to talk to me about the experiences that they had with it real talk because that book I don't I don't know what it was like she touched a nerve in almost every page of that book I read so far, let me see, I think i've gotten into page. I'm opening it right now, let me see what page I have highlighted in here, I think i've gotten to page. oops. I want to say 50, uh, where am I, uh, is it 50 or 33? Yes, I think it was 33, page 33 I got, and it was a struggle Um, for me to even get to that page. It was too much. It was, the confrontation was too much. She made me feel things I don't think I wanted to feel. <laughs> I don't think I was ready to feel. Um, Salvation gives me that a little bit, but because I'm on this whole, Black culture, church, and sexuality, and Black love tip. I think I'm able to focus more on that (laughs) a little bit more than the things that are triggering me. And let me tell you something so far, so good. Now, I'm only commenting on the introduction part to this book. The intro to this book is one, two, three, four, five. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven 10, 11 pages long back and front. So that's about maybe five pages altogether. So back and front, it's about 11 pages. And it really does give a pretty robust um, understanding to what the preceding um, chapters will be about. The name of the introduction is named, the chapter is named Love is Our Hope. And let me tell you something, she really stays along those lines in the introduction of this book you know i have my trusty dusty um, highlighter so i'm gonna get to it now back to all about love really quick the first book in the bell hooks love trilogy excellent book for those who have commented to me offline about reading this book nothing but praises for it i still don't know how they were able to get to it i mean i read it because it was recommended um, it came highly recommended, and this is a book that I had wanted to review and have commentary on, hmm, maybe about a year or so ago, but I just never got to it. Um, So I will. So I'm going a little backwards here, but I feel as if it was important to segue, honestly, like all jokes aside, to segue into this book after the sexuality and sexuality and the Black Church book because it. Does give a little bit more in depth or another point of view on the black struggle from slavery in this country until now about how love is reviewed um, and seen you know and understood in our Community. And while I know many of the commentary is taking place from an African American component. As you know, I'm Afro-Caribbean. I am a Jamaican of Jamaican descent. I consider myself a Jamaican. There is a lot of correlation there. <laughs> you know, your people stopped in South Carolina, North Carolina, Virginia, the deep South, Mississippi. You know, like when then my people was dropped off in like Cuba, as my great grandmother is from, and um, Jamaica. Uh, probably other um, islands too, that I don't have the privilege of knowing where my ancestors all were. Um, but i'm sure it's throughout the diaspora part of me um this book also talks about because because the sexuality in the black church gave gave a more objective. point of view on how everything it was more what's the word informational right, it was more scientific in a way, not cold, because I could relate yeah go back and, and listen to those episodes I was all in it don't get me wrong, but. So far what i'm getting from the bell hooks view on love in the African American um, black community is more subjective she gives a more. Um, point of view on how it affected her how it affected those around her, I mean she even goes on to comment about other authors, she brings up Zora Neale Hurston oh my God like let's talk about her. She is another dope um, author from the 1920s, 1930s, around that time. She authored Their Eyes Were Watching God, one of the many books she authored. As a matter of fact, I'm also reading a book from her right now that may be considered a little taboo because of the whole title of it, but honestly, the historical component of this book was more important to me then the taboonist that may go along with this book and the name of the book i'm reading by zora neale hurston right now for my leisure read is named tell my horse now i'm just gonna name it as that you can go do your research on what that book is about because i'm not in the mood because i know y'all like to tussle as they say on um, instagram and i'm not about to fight y'all over why i'm why i'm reading this book it takes place in Jamaica and in Haiti. You decipher and take from that what you want. All right. She also gives commentary on Richard Wright. He his autobiography, Black Boy. I don't know if you've ever heard about that, but that was another poignant um story about the experience that he um ha- had during the coming up. I believe it was in the early 1900s as well for him. Um, let me. See see a native son have you guys ever heard of that one and then and there's a few more but then she brings up another one of my loves James Baldwin okay see so with James Baldwin we've kind of had the privilege of being able to see actual videos from him because he was alive until the 1980s let me let me triple check that I believe he was alive until the 1980s and he or the 1970s And he gave a lot of commentary on um, yeah 1987 you better go girl, he died in 1987 in France, and he gave a lot of commentary on the black struggle. And how we view ourselves even black love he talked about it, and she comments on some of this in the introduction, I thought that was pretty good to involve them No, the. Argument everyone was not on the same side with a lot of these ideologies. A lot of people, a lot of people weren't. There were still arguments in the Black community as to how Black love should be viewed, and if it was even possible for us as a community and for us as a people to experience the true meaning of Black love after being separated the way we were and treated like animals worse than animals in some instance most instances during slavery wasn't even possible but the overall as you could tell from the title of this introduction love is our hope the overall governing ideology of bell hooks even from the all about love book is that love is possible black love is a possibility in our communities love in itself is it's pure. It is there. We just have to, what's the word, tear down a lot of things and traumas. Not even tear it down necessarily. I don't think she's saying, I'm. you know, I'm. I'm not going to give away everything, but I don't think she's saying get rid of the trauma altogether. I think she is saying that love can help us process it altogether. So far, that's what I'm getting. Of course, I highlighted the very first page of the introduction because... Girlfriend just came out swinging and it reads, I knew then that love gave life meaning. I mean, I could have just really stopped there, but I went on. But it disturbed me that nothing I heard about love fit with the world around me. At church, we learned that love was peaceful, kind, forgiving, redemptive, faithful. Shout out to 1 Corinthians 13. And yet everybody seemed troubled in their relationships. Hmm. Even as a child, I pondered the gap between what folks said about love and the ways they behaved. That, wow, that is very true. Because if we were to judge what we were told growing up, what love truly is, but what we saw in the reality of it, not even in just a romantic way, but just even among family, even among, even sometimes among friends, it made you wonder like, dang, is it even possible to have that pure level of agape love towards another another human being or what have you? Um, On page, on the third page, she writes, now this comes from what I'm getting ready to read is that she writes about the comparison between what she saw her parents go through versus what she saw her grandparents go through and she and and previously before this um what i highlighted she talked about how many people are unhappily married and um but there are a set of people out there who do find excitement and joy and you know, warmth and staying with someone for a lifetime. My highlighted part reads, I learned from watching my grandparents that sustained joyous commitment in a relationship does not mean that there are no down or difficult times. In my first book on love, the book I've been talking about before this one, all about love, new visions, I continually state that love does not bring an end to difficulties. It gives us the strength to cope with difficulties in a constructive way. Oh, my God. She didn't just sum up love. She also summed up marriage child because a lot of people feel as if happily ever after is something that's similar to what they've read in fairy tales. And don't get me wrong. The fairy tale feeling of love is real I 100% believe that I 100% believe in being head over heels in love finding your person. Knowing that you want to spend the rest of your life with somebody who you are willing to go through all the ups and downs and. Have children, with or not have children with and you guys just be alone and travel the world or whatever I know that feeling I remember when I fell in love with my husband, I remember um what that felt like oh my gosh i do it's been a few years but that feeling um and the memory of that feeling is still very real to me however the preparation for difficult times i do not think is discussed as much as remaining in love and having the warm feelings and i am also saying that just because we a, a couple is having a difficult time does not mean that the warm feeling can re- cannot still be there, but a lot of people, in my opinion, go through difficulties in their relationship and automatically be- believe that that is the end of the relationship because of the difficulties. And I disagree with that. Um, I will never, uh, what's the word, promote abuse. Like, so don't get me wrong. I'm not talking about the stream too. If you getting get behind kicked, run if there is habitual adultery going on in your relationship, adios, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, and that's just my opinion. You do what's what's best for you. But if you think that you are gonna get along with your partner all the time, think again. If you think that you and your partner are not gonna have arguments, think again. Um, It's gonna happen. Uh, I was watching a journal for Jordan. I don't know if you guys have ever watched that movie before. It's with Michael B. Jordan. And um, I don't know the um, headliner actress name, but she's from the photograph. <laughs> um, pretty girl. And, when, and a part of the storyline in the early parts of the movie is her talking about how she doesn't know why her mother stayed with her dad when he, um, you know, habitually stepped out on her. She couldn't understand why she stayed and her siblings say because she loved him you know and the main character scoffs and was like what like that ain't enough for me to da-da-da-da-da. and again i'm i'm using this as an example to show that it is still very subject like while there is an objective view on love relationships love and relationships even how you view difficult times in a relationship is very subjective do not get me wrong however to think that if you have difficult times in your relationship, that that means you should pick up, ship, and run. That ain't what's supposed to happen either, in my opinion. Um, she talks about who she dedicated this book to, Anthony. And she did dedicate uh, parts of All About Love, the first book, to him, too. I'm not sure who Anthony is. She doesn't really go into debt about who Anthony is. Um, but clearly, this individual meant a lot to her. The next highlighted part goes on to, and you know, let me go back really quick to another, another um, part to that highlighted part where we're talking about difficulties in a relationship, especially in the Black community, in in our Black cultural community, I don't think processing trauma (laughs) has been discussed enough too, so difficulties can also represent a traumatic experience for some people and that could be another reason why they jump ship as well so that's a, another story the next highlighted part says having a long time partner who both participates in our growth while also bearing witness is one of love's profound pleasures i think that's true too um i can find some agreement in, in, in with that uh if you get with someone. I mean, even if like I'll, youth, of course, you know, you get, you get together young with someone. If, if your partner expects you to be who you were 20 years, they're going to be definitely mistaken. But even when you get together with someone older, you evolve, you change certain things that matter to you don't matter to you anymore. I personally believe growing together as a couple is important. I do not feel as if anyone's, um, growth should be stifled in a relationship. Not at all, no way. Um, I feel as if it should be embraced. I believe in complete, let me clear my throat. I believe in complete and total transparency and communication in relationships, I do. I do not feel as if anyone should be having any secret desires. in their relationship any odds any thoughts any knots against their partner cause let me tell you something resentment is real if you feel as if you are evolving into a different person if you feel as if you have evolved past certain things but you are keeping your mouth shut because you do not want to harm or insult your partner my love my friend you are gonna suffer because of that. The relationship will suffer because of that. And dare I say it, one day you're just gonna show up and show out and that person is gonna be looking at you like, whoa, where did that come from? It ain't right, it ain't right, and it ain't fair. And oftentimes we see a lot of demise in relationship because of situations like this. Lack of transparent communication that is what respected. Mhm. Your opinion matters. <laughs> Your view matters. We do not have to agree on it, nor do I have to do what you want me to do because I am my own person too. That has to be respected. And when you respect an individual for who they are and what they stand for, you are able. To experience love's profound pleasure, as what Bell Hooks is talking about here. Everyone is not going to fit your mold forever. Mm-mm. No way, Jose. Everyone is not going to stay who they are. I mean, I, again, I can use myself as an example. I was, how old am I now? <laughs> I don't even know. I was 24 when I got married. And while I am still very much that girl who got married, I'm probably just as much not her anymore. And I dare say, in a good way, I am not that individual anymore. I've matured. Certain things that used to bother me don't bother me anymore. Um, I've always been confident. Um, I've always been honest and astute, but there were certain levels of harshness in me that needed to be released um there were still some pains and you know i talk about this at at length many other times but there were some things in me that caused me to be the way i was and was manifesting itself through me in a negative way because there were still some areas of me that was not healed um but i can say with a certainty now that i've moved past many of that many of those things i've done the work and i'm still doing the work the work never ends um the work never ends but Another part to the growth is having the freedom to make the mistakes. Who just went downstairs? Why did you go downstairs? I'm sorry guys, and I'm not editing this out neither. To have the freedom <laughs> to, cause they are supposed to be in bed, to have the freedom to make these mistakes and the soft place to land when I realized I made safe and when I realized I made those mistakes without judgment, you know, I, I could land in that soft place without judgment and be shown the love I needed and given the space I needed to learn from my mistakes. You know, this is, a, this is really bringing up a really, good um, a really good thing for me too, because I really would like to know what people's ideology of what a relationship should be. And if, I'm, if what I'm saying is not in conjunction to what it should be, i'm curious because if you do not feel like you have the space to grow which is a profound pleasure of love per bell hooks then what are you doing in the relationship that's a question for another time all right what else does she have what else did i highlight in here Ooh, on the second to last page of this introduction the denigration of love and black experience across classes has become the breeding ground for nihilism, And I wanna give you guys a definition of that because there are some out there who may not, who may not be able to infer from context clues what that word means, Nihilism, in its definition means the rejection (laughs) of all religious and moral principles in the belief that life is meaningless. Synonyms are negativity, cynicism, pessimism, rejection, reputation, renunciation, um, extreme skepticism, maintaining that nothing in this world has real existence. So I will begin again with this highlighted part. The degradation of love in the Black experience across classes has become the breeding ground for nihilism, so that means skepticism, for despair, for ongoing terroristic violence and predatory optimism. It has taken from many Black people the positive agency needed if we are to collectively self-actualize and be self determinant. It is true. It is like, that is such, that is such a very, very, very true statement. We were treated less than. For many years in our history, for many years in our ancestry, we were told that we were less than, how can someone love themselves, much less someone else, when they were told that they were no good, that they were less than dogs, when they had their children ripped from them, they had their husbands and wives ripped from them. How do you then teach a group of people to turn around and love (laughs) with joy, with pleasure, which are all the things that also go along with love too. um, It's pretty hard. And it's going to take a lot of rebuilding it's going to take a lot of experience, you know I talked about I talk about sexuality. And the black church a lot as well, and the black church comes from slavery that the ideology, a lot of our traditions come out of. Our forefathers are just a few steps away from where our church was a lot of these things where the black church was birthed of slavery just a few just a few generations from slavery. So we would be amiss and remiss to think that some of that pain was just erased because they went to church because they started a church. It wasn't. It definitely came into the church as well. Yeah, for real. And that's something that needs to be. And that's something that needs to be discussed. Oh, I'm discussing it. (laughs) I don't know if anyone is listening, but I'm discussing it because I do wanna see better for my people. I do want to be able, I do wanna be able to have candid conversations about sex and love and religion and it not be viewed just through a traumatic lens. And I think I think many great works are happening out there where it's not just happening through a traumatic lens but the overall black experience is still experienced through a very, and viewed through a very traumatic lens, very, very traumatic. And I would definitely love to do my part in changing and changing that. Another part that I didn't um, highlight, but I'm gonna read anyway, comes from the what? Eighth page from the introduction. As late as 1974, writer June Jordan published the essay, Notes Towards a Black Balancing of Love and Hatred how discussing the issue of which was a definitive black experience the triumph of love over dehumanization celebrated in Hurston's work or the triumph of violence of hatred and destruction depicted in Wright's native son Jordan states unquestionably their eyes were watching God is the prototypical black novel of affirmation it is the most successful and convincing and exemplary novel of black love that we have, period. Have you guys ever read and their eyes their eyes were watching God? Yet Jordan urges us to feel no need to choose between Hurston or Wright for she believes that in the dehumanization, bigger Thomas teaches as much about the necessity of love of being able to love without being destroyed as hurston's jane starks and declares that we should equally now these are characters from each book native son and their eyes are watching god respectively and declares we should equally value and equally emulate black protest and black affirmation for we require both Despite this prophetic insight in the world of anti-racist activism, a call to violence rather a call to love had already become the order of the day. The affirmation and love Jordan deemed essential was already under siege. Uh, listen, it goes to exactly what I said. I feel like as much as there are black as there is black love and black culture, and as love and as much as love is preached and taught. In the church i feel as if the trauma of being black the trauma of being, of being afro-caribbean the trauma of being melanated the trauma of slavery the trauma of jim crow the trauma of the case system oh my god 1619 is out and honestly i don't know if i can watch it it's on hulu if you're interested and the book was phenomenal the trauma of all of these things that have happened over the last, what, 400, 500 years in this country alone, in this country alone, not to mention the islands as well, is a lot to push through. It is, and, and it's a lot to remove from the psychological DNA of a people. It is, and it is not an excuse for us to harm each other it is not an excuse for us not to love on each other. It is not an excuse for us to feel like, well, this is what I, you know, what I came through It's almost like the excuse. Well, daddy beat mommy. So I'm, you know, it's okay if I beat my wife. Absolutely not. It's not an excuse. It's not an excuse, but it does give a certain level of understanding as to why we are experiencing the traumas that we have. Um, the generational lack of wealth amongst us, my God, and it's not just wealth in material things, wealth and family, how many broken homes around you do you know, hell, some of us come from one okay and we don't understand why. We don't understand why daddy wasn't there we don't understand why mommy wasn't there, yes, there are some instances where mothers had to walk away because they couldn't handle it there is something to the psychological DNA of the collective black community that needs to be discussed sexually, (laughs) religiously, financially, morally, Mm -mm -mm -mm, because that's not just religion. Come on. There needs to be a conversation about that. So I let me, oh, no, 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 I didn't finish. Oh my God. I got so deep in those other posts. I didn't finish. All right. The last page of the introduction, I have two parts um, highlighted. Prophetically, salvation, she names her book, Black People in Love calls us to return to love, addressing the meaning of love in Black experience today, calling for a return to an ethic of love as a platform on which to renew progressive anti-racist struggle and offering a blueprint for black survival and self-determination this work courageously takes us to the heart of the matter to give ourselves love to love blackness is to restore the true meaning of freedom hope and possibility in all our lives i mean like i said she really went in on this introduction it is true It's true. If you were not taught to hate your skin color, you were taught to hate the size of your nose. Right. If you were not taught to hate the size of your nose, you were taught to hate the size of your lips. Although people are paying a lot of money to have lips like ours. Okay. Um, If you were not taught to hate the facial features, you were taught to hate your bodily features, your fullness in body, your round behind, that people are paying a lot of money to have as well and a lot of those ideologies were anti-racist it i mean were racist not anti-racist to make us hate ourselves so we were to turn anti-racist and and push that um that progressive thought we have to reteach ourselves how to love ourselves outside in inside out and that does mean dealing with the trauma i love that part to give ourselves love, to love blackness is to restore the true meaning of freedom. Oh, Jesus. Could you imagine hope and the possibility in all of our lives? The second highlighted part says when black children tell me, because she talks about this um, conversation she had with black children in, on, her, on her tour of schools when all about love came out a few pages back. When black children tell me there is no love. I tell them love is always there, that nothing can keep us from love if we dare to seek it and to treasure what we found, even when we cannot change ongoing exploitation and denomination, And yeah, denomination. Love gives life meaning, purpose, and direction. Doing the work of love, we ensure our survival and our triumph over the forces of evil and destruction. Hansberry, and I believe she's talking about Lorraine Hansberry, was right to insist that we know about love, but many of us have forgotten what we know, what love is and why we need love to sustain life. This book reminds us love is our hope and our salvation. Hmm. First John four, seven, and eight out of the Bible says, and I want to quote it properly um, to you because that's what comes to me as I'm reading this. First John four. Beloved, let us love one another for love is of God and everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. He that loveth not knoweth not God for God is love and I'm going to end it on that and let you think about that because that is what really came to me as I was finishing up this chapter well this introduction that's just the introduction guys that is just the introduction Again, let me know what you think in my DMs over on Instagram, or you can feel free to email me about this. My emails are lit too. Um, Feel free to email me. Um, I would love to discuss this with you. Again, I am discussing and giving commentary on bell hooks, salvation, Black people, and love. And on that note, until next time, I'll see you over on conversations with akilah thank you for listening please share this like it and rate it five stars bye-bye you just finished listening to conversations with akilah where i have a lot to say okay please be sure to tune in every friday where you can have a conversation with yours truly We'll be talking about any and everything. Nothing is off the table. Please remember to share this and like it and comment everywhere podcasts are heard. We are on Apple. We are on Spotify. You name it. Your like, your comment, your share will help this podcast grow, grow, grow. I appreciate you. Thank you.